0: Welcome to the 14th episode of the Gabriel Podcast. Today, I have a really cool guest. Um, she is from the South Dakota State University, um, and she is the eSports president um, over there. Um, her name is Haley. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, Haley.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Um. So... We just went through an hour of uh <laughs> of technical difficulties.
1: Uh, an hour of fun technical difficulties. <laughs> got to love. Got to love the internet, got to love mics and video cameras and all of that.
0: <laughs> you know, I love it. Um I, you know, I grew up with technology. I, I grew up with computers and uh especially with COVID and all the Zoom things. I mean, I, I had my fair share of difficulties all the time, and it's it's so frustrating because you think, you know, shouldn't I be able to fix this problem in a relatively quick manner? But then I just... Mm-hmm. Somehow it takes a lot longer than we all expect.
1: Yep. It's honestly... I, I used to work in IT for a little bit, and it's such a rabbit hole when you have come across something that you can't have never had to fix before. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Yeah, this is frustrating. It it shouldn't be as complicated as it is.
0: <laughs> yes, true. So aside from the technical difficulties, how are you today, Haley?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I had a good day. I just got done streaming. I streamed by myself for a little bit, and then I streamed with some friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I'm streaming right now. I'm streaming the podcast right now.
0: <laughs> she is. She is. Um. <laughs> I did not know that she streamed um so that is a really interesting thing a new uh tangent that we can definitely uh go into more so Mm -hmm. i guess a little bit on how i kind of uh uh, connected with haley um it was actually um when i was thinking about who you know i wanted to kind of interview in the podcast um i think one day i was just scrolling through google news and, and my local news and and i came across this article about my one of my local esports organizations uh doing something um in the community and and so i thought okay like i loved video games and specifically like league of legends for me like that was my game mm-hmm. and my friends um like i we played like for so many hours throughout my high school um it's crazy um and so um you know, I got involved a little bit in, in my esports organization in college. And, and so I just thought, why not like just interview, try to find people to interview in the esports scene? Like, just like, so I started reaching out to all the esports, pe- uh, uh, people that I knew, like in my, in my old school, Cal State Long Beach, um in the local universities here in Ca- California. And then for some reason, um, you know, and and so that's kind of how I got this whole esports thing. And I, I just so happened to fall upon. I saw the esports organization for University uh, or the South Dakota University. I say university, and and that's where I was trying to look for contact information. And uh, and so I just went on the discords, and I just so happened to find Haley over there. Yeah so
1: yeah that's that's awesome i honestly thought that maybe you a lot of people get sdsu mixed up with san diego state university Um,
0: you know that that you know that is the true story you know that is the (laughs) (laughs) truth um when i was searching up when i was just searching up randomly it just came across and i just so so having to click on it and then i and then yes your university showed up (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, yep. But it's so
0: funny. Is that happened really that often?
1: That has happened multiple times. We've had a lot of people join our Discord server and go, this isn't San Diego State <laughs> University. And it's like, no, it's not. Sorry, you're in the Midwest now. <laughs> um, and we've actually had a meeting. We had a meeting with a group of engineers who were looking to build esports arenas that had gotten mm. in contact with us because they thought we were San Diego State University <laughs> esports and i was like no like we joined the meeting and they're like yeah well like glad you're here we love to hear new perspectives and we're like you thought we were san diego state didn't you <laughs> They're like, maybe a little bit <laughs> i was like okay well you know we're here so
0: <laughs> yeah that yeah. is so interesting well that happy um you know that coincidence that uh you know that i came up on I, I i'm super i'm super excited um you know to get into this interview because well i i think i mentioned like this is like my first like interview with someone like not from california um mm-hmm. from like you know from a different time zone even scheduling was a little bit interesting for us cuz i completely didn't even consider time zones <laughs> um but yeah so so right now it's actually like kind of late for you over there right so it's like getting yeah uh... it's
1: almost 11:30 here
0: yeah it's 9 9:23 over here on the on the pacific yep uh so yes um i have so many questions um so many maybe how about like a quick rundown of like let me think which one i want to go through i guess when we were talking about like the esports scene a little bit like how's the esports scene in like in in in, like south dakota like I i have no idea like how it's like in the in that area
1: um, so when I had first joined uh, South when I was a freshman and I first joined the club, I really didn't think that there was much. I saw the club at, uh, we have a student engagement expo every year for freshmen and incoming new students. Um where it's, like, just a ton of clubs. Like, I'm sure most university does, universities do that, where it's just like, here are all of our clubs. Please join them.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and so I uh, met some of the guys at that booth, and I was like, well, you know, if there's any club that's going to fit me, then the video game club is going to be it. And so at the time, they had just became the SDSU Esports Club maybe the year prior. They mm-hmm. were just the League of Legends Club. Hmm and so i was so excited i joined there was quite a bit of people at the first couple of meetings and it kind of slowed but as i i applied for an officer role my freshman year and had got it i was the event coordinator my freshman year um and when i got more into like the management position i realized that like some of the other schools in south dakota already had like fully established fleshed out teams with like hired faculty and coaches and a lot of like our smash players are really high up like in the state and in nationals like i think our smash team in their league would place like eighth in the nation um Mm -hmm. smash is like a big thing here and i didn't realize that until i got involved with the smash team on campus and we kind of absorbed them into (laughs) us (laughs) Um, so yeah, like, and I guess it makes sense because um there isn't really a whole lot to do here in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of makes sense that there'd be a, a a huge gaming scene that people would get really into it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um specifically within our club, our League of Legends teams are usually the biggest thing. Um in past years, in the past couple of years, we've had three teams. We've had a team that's mostly diamond. Mm-hmm. And then uh team two and a team three where it's like bronze silver and then gold and plat. Um and the this past year, um about, about almost two years ago now, we be, actually became an official sports club. Oh ah. um, so what, since wait, you can what were you? Oh, saying? I'm sorry, like what
0: what does that give you guys anything... like is there any benefits to being kind of like with that tag?
1: Yes, so before we were just a club so we were a club run by students and we had to provide all of our financial stuff either through fundraising for our club or it was student paid for so any of the tournaments um our teams joined they paid for any in-person events they paid for any in-person events we had we had people help us pay for it um with becoming an official sports club we've had a lot more help from like our sports administration they've come down and tried to help us out, and they're um, helping us try to get some space on campus that's just ours. We're hoping to get that this year. Um, This semester, actually, we're really hoping we've seen um, some possibilities for that, which is really exciting. Um, They're also trying to help us get some equipment on campus, um, because like, our teams don't have practice rooms or anything like that yet. Um, So that should be coming this this semester by October, is what they told us.
2: And so that's very
1: exciting to actually finally see, like, um, we've been working towards that for the past couple of years now, especially since we became a sports club. It's what we've been petitioning for. It's like, hey, like, you know, the people we have, we've recruited because we're, you know, we've showed up to these in-person events and we've been like, hey, please, please join us. But, you know, good players want to show up to a practice space and they want to see that it's like an actual thing and not... Um it's very hard to convince people over Discord to be like please I know you're really good at this game please join our team I promise we're like we're official you know we got the school behind us it it'll definitely help us with reeling in more more players I think
0: Interesting um in that process of trying to to elevate kind of the club to that sports um uh, sports team tag was there do you think was it really hard to convince the administration, uh, the school, on that stuff?
1: Yes, incredibly hard. So mm. when we became an official sports club, I was the vice president. Um, I became the vice president um, the end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year. So like mm. that summer and that first semester, I was vice president. And the president at the time was able to get us officially labeled as a sports club. And then... It just became a lot of work. There's a lot of rules that coming be- that like come with being a sports club. We have to do a certain amount of volunteer hours. We have to have a certain amount of people who are like CPR certified. Really? Um, yeah. It's it's there's a ton of rules to it, and it was incredibly stressful. And he's like a double major, and he just couldn't do it anymore. And I completely understood. And He called me up. I distinctly remember when he called me, and he's like, "I just I." it's either going to be you or we're having reelections and i was like i guess it's going to be me cuz <laughs> i was like i guess i'll you know i'll try my best i'll take a crack at it so then i just kind of got dumped all this stuff and the sports club i feel like was just kind of like you guys play video games what are you you know you know prove yourselves to us um so that first semester of me being president was really rough because A lot of the officers at the time were either graduating or were done after that president left. So I had like vacant spots. I basically was taking phone call after phone call and email after email by myself. And I was like, "This, (laughs) this is rough. This is hard. Like trying to convince these people, like we are serious. We have people who are competing. Like you guys can not only like support these team members, but like you guys can make money out for the university If you supported us it 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 was hard i definitely i do not take credit for the amount of organization we have now um because i had went at the end of that semester and had asked some friends like please come help me please (laughs) i like please come run for vice president and the event coordinator and all this stuff like i know that you guys are passionate about this club there were some some of my friends who are already on other teams or I just knew very well and knew that they wanted to see the club go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And um, specifically the my friend who I asked to be vice president, my friend Kenzie, she definitely I could spew something out to you like ideal wise and she would have it either done or organized like in a couple hours. And so if I were anything, Kenzie is like way above it. She she got us all straightened out and put in a neat neat box because I was there. I was there to take phone calls and emails and try to get everybody straight, but when it comes to organization, I am not it. <laughs> so she she definitely helped us this, this last semester. We were able to get a couple more teams under our belt. We we uh, were able to get some more organization and structure. You know, we were having some teams that weren't practicing all the time, so we put some more rules in place for them. And we definitely we went to the sports administration and we basically said like we're organized now, like, you know, can you give us the time of day now, basically? Like, you know, we're pretty united. We got some good officers. We're we're good. Our teams are good. Will you hear us out? And we started streaming our games on Twitch, and we kind of showed them some of that stuff, and we told them, like, fully, like, how all of our practice schedules worked and how all of our games worked and the kind of time we put into it. And they were like, okay, like this actually seems like, you know, something we want to move forward with. <laughs> so that was finally, it's very satisfying to see them actually like getting us a space and getting us equipment because it's like, oh, we finally did it. We finally got through to them.
0: That is such a cool story. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, that is like, I mean, that's the story that, that I think everyone kind of loves. You know, like you started from like nothing you know Mm -hmm. you kind of started from like you know compared to all the other schools that have already been established that you you took that you were part of this kind of like origin story of this Mm esports uh esports scene now there in 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 your university um that is super cool Well, congratulations for all (laughs) (laughs) the. First off, uh, I mean that is. I genuinely
1: can't take all the credit. Like my officers, I definitely couldn't have done it without all of them.
0: Most definitely, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, having a good team. I mean, that is. I mean, that is one of the. One of the great pleasures to have um, when you're like trying to do something like what you're doing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: What absolutely? What um. Did, did you ever see yourself when you were kind of like when you were growing up or like just getting into the universe? Did you ever see yourself as like, um, you know, as a president of a club, like as that leader that can like um kind of, you know, that can do something like this that, you know, do what you did?
1: Yeah, Um. when I was growing up, especially like when I was younger, I always wanted to be involved in as much as I could. So specifically, like, in middle school, I ran for, like, student, you know, student body president and all that stuff. And I ended up, you know, not winning, but I was on, like, the executive board of people who, like, didn't win but still wanted to help. And that was so much fun because, like, because of being a part of that, it helped me get into, like, I was in National Junior Honor Society. um, I went and did a bunch of leadership workshops when I was in middle school. So I went to three that were run by my school and then i went to one that was run by virginia wesleyan college i believe it's a private university Mm -hmm. and they ran one one summer Mm -hmm. and i went to i got to go do that um and then in high school i was my student body vice president i believe at least my freshman year i was um already and yep wow okay and um but that was for like my class so like the class so i graduated in the class of 2018 Mm -hmm. so i was like the class of 2018's vice president not the whole school (laughs) Mm. um got it and i've always like enjoyed being at least like on the team like i always thought i could lead the group like i could do this but it was always like, as long as I can help, like I want to help, I want to see if it was something I was passionate about. It's something that, you know, whether I'm leading the team or I'm, you know, helping lead the team, I want to be there to help out. I want to help get it organized. And that's kind of what I thought. Like when I, as a freshman, I kind of like, it was kind of, it took me a while to get outside of my box because. You know, I lived. I went to high school on the East Coast. I lived on the East Coast, and I just decided I'm going to South Dakota State University.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I have to know the reason why this. There...
1: <laughs> um, so with my dad's military uh, benefits and his mm-hmm. GI Bill, it was considered in-state to go to South Dakota State University. It was a very cheap option for me, mm-hmm. and I wanted as little loans as I could possibly get away with.
0: <laughs> Most definitely.
1: So it was definitely kind of it was it was picking up and I have family who lives here like my my parents are from here and um so it wasn't like I had no one but I had no one in the town that my university is in mm. and I was like this is this is a lot this is I don't know anyone I don't know anyone I have no friends. And so when I showed up to that meeting and they were running they were they had elections the next meeting I showed up to the next meeting and I was like. I'm just going to run. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. Like, you know, just kind of, I was trying to get out of my shell because it was like, I'm not, I am a very extroverted person once I know you,
2: Mm -hmm. but it
1: does take me a couple of times of kind of like getting to know people before I'm like, okay, yeah, we're good. Yeah. I agree. Um, So I definitely, it was definitely kind of like a, well, if I get in, cool, if I don't do well, and I won a spot, and I was the only girl on the officers that year, oh, wow. at least that semester, I believe. and it was it was interesting. It was definitely like I got the, the a peek behind the curtain and I got to hear how some of like um some of the females on the teams like dealt with stuff that had happened in the past. And I was like, I definitely feel like we need more like females involved um because they were definitely kind of having issues and mm. i'm very glad i was able to step up and kind of be able to help deal with some of that stuff to have you know not no no offense to the guys who ran the club before because they were great guys but they definitely needed like a female opinion on certain things
0: <laughs> definitely
1: mm-hmm.
0: interesting so what what um what, what officer role did you, did you come in with again
1: uh, I came in with event coordinator oh, and then yes, at the yes, end yes. of my freshman year I ran for vice president and was able to become vice president and then in the middle of my sophomore year I became president so um in December I will have been president for two years now
0: okay cool mm-hmm. Go- going back to the when you were like in middle school and in high school era what were some of the like what were the usual activities that like that team that you were talking about like what kind of activities did they usually like strive for i guess in those positions Um, that you occupied
1: so my previous positions i dealt a lot with like organizing like what our class t-shirts were gonna be and organizing like prom and um we dealt with like um why am i kind of blanking on this for a minute here We dealt with a lot of, like, class-specific stuff. Mm, So it was kind of like, oh, what are we going to do for this class event? Mm -hmm. And we helped put those events on. I know that, like, for prom, we really petitioned to – we didn't want it on campus. Like, we didn't want it on (sighs) our high school campus because it was always, like – in the lobby (laughs) and it was like who wants to have prom in the lobby of their high school Mm -hmm. um and we weren't able to win it but we weren't able to win them over our year but we know that like waning them down our year helped the juniors the next year (laughs) so our senior prom got to be outside of uh of our high school which was nice okay Mm -hmm. that's yeah
0: interesting interesting so so what is it because it seems like you started really young with this whole leadership thing what what is it about leadership that attracts you to that
1: i think i just really enjoy like helping people and i get like really passionate about things that i like so i think i've always just kind of been and i might have like especially when i was younger i might have just thought like i can do this better and that's not anything against anyone i think i just thought. I can take control of this and I can lead this and I can get it done. Like it was just a let's go, let's get it. You know, I was just so passionate about it. I just thought I'm the one who can do this. Like, and you know, it always, cause I did run for a couple of positions and not make it. And it always sucked. Cause it was like, well, you know, it could, it's sometimes it can be a popularity contest, especially when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always decided to still help because it was like, that's not the point. Like, it wasn't the point whether I was president or not. Like, cool. Like, I want to help. You know, I want to help. I want to make things better in the school. Like, I really enjoy that kind of stuff. So, definitely that. Caring and helpfulness, I guess.
0: <laughs> definitely. Interesting, interesting. Th- throughout that whole thing, did you, um... Did you ever, like, have doubt like be, because it did see like do you ever have doubts on your like capabilities like like because i'm always so interested in in like leadership kind of like the yeah. idea behind it it's like, kind of because you take on responsibility you know there are things mm-hmm. that needs to be done and it needs to be done you know within a certain amount of time and people depend on you um mm-hmm. and so i'm always really interested in in kind of like the mindset behind behind uh behind leaders like how much of a uh how much does it kind of like stress you out or like how much of the you know do you ever think like (sighs) does it ever get too much like how is your experience with like kind of like those sides of of being a leader
1: um i'd absolutely say that like i'm constantly doubtful of my abilities and that's not in the like negative way usually it's and maybe it could be seen in that way but i there are times where it does stress me out and it does become a lot and that's where having a good team is always great because it's kind of like hey i you know i got a lot going on right now i you know with i you know work and i have school and the club and you know streaming that can become a lot it something always ends up falling to the wayside, and I'm always worried that I'm gonna like disappoint the club when it when it becomes something that ends up getting fall- like falling to the wayside
2: mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes that does happen sometimes you can't always be there. you can't always be a hundred percent at everything and um. I definitely think what like pushes me through it is just knowing that like, I do have a great support system. Like I've, I have some great friends. I have some great, uh, I would consider most of my officers friends too. So I've, you know, friends, officers, there's great people in the club who are very supportive and always show up. And you know, the dedication that everybody else has always pushes me forward because it's like, okay, like everybody has a bad day Mm
2: -hmm. um, or a bad
1: week. And, um, because of that, like, that doesn't mean just because I'm having a bad day that I'm bad at this. Like, mm. I can still lead my team and, you know, fully have doubts. Everybody has doubts. But as long as I, you know, we can do this. You know, despite how doubtful it may seem, despite how low we, you know, even on, even when I was, you know, getting phone calls at 8 am and had no one really helping me, it was kind of like... I can get through that. I got calls from the school at 8 a.m. all the time. Really? (laughs) That first semester. Yeah. We were having a lot of issues with like um, people who were wanting to throw events and people, you know, we got overcharged at the one event that we had. The school had quoted us wrong and that was a mess. So like even when I was dealing with all that constantly and didn't really have a whole lot of help, it was kind of like, I know if I can get through this, that it'll get it'll get better.
2: Okay.
0: Fascinating. Okay. If you could um put one word in, what what is the um what's one great thing about if you could put in one word like one good thing about being like uh of being like the esports president
1: um. guess i'd say community Mm. like i love being able to like gather everybody i love being able to like see everybody come together everybody who's you know playing game you know when we have like game nights for for our non-competitive members it's so great to see everybody show up and play and have a good time it's so great to sit in streams and watch our competitive teams like you know, duke it out with another college and have a good time. And it's, I love seeing like the growth of the club too. Like um, as we get more teams, like uh, previous years, it was kind of just league. Whereas last year we had a league team. We had a Valorant team. We had an Overwatch team, a CSGO team, like Smash team. Um, We had a ton of people playing in a ton of different tournaments. Like I love seeing the community actually, you know, people making friends and people growing together and being able to, kind of foster
0: that most definitely at least i remember when i was um i mean i part of of my college um esports but also um in high school i started i kind of like restarted their uh league of legends club over there um because i was that was my main thing and um, and uh definitely it's that community you know like i was so shocked at like Uh, you know, the amount of support that we got and and the people that we brought together, I mean, that was, that made everything, like, worth it.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, to me, like, the amount of community that you get from esports is kind of similar to the amount that you'll get from, like, Twitch. Mm. But, like, in a different way. Because, like, Twitch is a lot of, like, um, some people are trying to grow and, like, that's growing together Mm -hmm. versus, like, the community growing as a whole.
0: Yes. So, so, with the community growing as a whole, is that more of the esports? Yeah. Thing? Okay, okay. Got mm-hmm. you. Interesting. Interesting. I definitely I think
1: you can see, like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, you, no, no, no. Keep going. But uh, I definitely think you can see, like, Twitch as, like, growing a community as a whole, but it's not necessarily always like that because mm-hmm. some of the people who join streams and you get to know don't. Also stream, so there mm. isn't like growth for them. Whereas I feel like when you're in the club, you grow with us.
0: Right. So like if you're a streamer that meets a streamer. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've only streamed a couple times on Twitch. Um, I I like streamed a couple of chess, but I remembered um the number one place I would just go to is, like, the other small chess streamers. Mm -hmm. And just kind of, like, say, like, you know, what's up? And, you know, I also stream chess. Like, do you want to play a match with me? And, like, you know, this complete stranger, you know, you kind of, like, build, like, a little, like, relationship with him. You know? Because it's, like, he's playing chess. I'm playing chess. Like, why don't we play together? And then let's just have a little bit of fun there.
1: Yep. It's... I've met some pretty great friends from Twitch. I've met some pretty great friends from esports. Like, that's video games in general as a whole have given me like a community that I just wouldn't have if I didn't play video games, which is like so crazy. Like, I'd have a probably a completely different set of friends if I didn't play video games at all.
0: Definitely, I I, I want to go into that a little bit. That was one of the main points next year. <laughs> but the final, maybe one of the last questions I have for for the esports. Um, thing is, what about um, the toughest part about being an eSports president?
1: I think the toughest part is having to keep everybody in line with the rules because you do get really close to everybody. You mm-hmm. get really close to your officers. You get really close to the competitive team members. And it's hard to tell someone, like, these are our rules. Like, you have to listen to them. And I have had to let an officer go and I have had to like talk some teams like like, listen, you need to listen to who's telling you what you're doing, because like without the organization, we don't present well to the sports administration and they're really trying to help us out here. Like we are representing the college and like we need to show up with our A game. And it, it can be it can be hard because it sucks like that, you know, that officer I let go. I genuinely considered a friend, but we need people who show up and we need people who do their job. And when people are overwhelmed and don't have the ability and stop showing up, it's kind of like I'm in a rock and a hard place. I understand where you're at, but I can't keep letting you get away with missing, you know, meetings and, you know, not doing your job. And that sucks. That genuinely sucks.
0: Def definitely. I could definitely see that as like one of the hardest one of the harder parts of being a president, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but like you said, it is necessary to keep like this, you know, organization, you know, going with the support from the university and tough decisions, you know, have to be made sometimes. Yep all right um maybe there's one more okay okay um okay so maybe one last question okay so um how has it been kind of communicating with different like esports like organizations like in that area have you like because you said you your teams kind of fight against other like universities like how Mm -hmm. has that networking been with other kind of groups
1: it's been an interesting experience, especially uh, via Discord. I uh, I think it's so funny. I joined Discord very randomly in high school when I started streaming and never touched it, and now I do not go a day without opening Discord. <laughs> um, so it's a very it's very interesting trying to get events planned with other universities, especially depending upon not every university is at the same level with their esports mm. um organizations. Some of them are. Where we were at, like, two or three years ago, you know, we're very much a baby, you know, the university is not talking to us, like, we don't really have anywhere to go, please help. And then there are some that are like, we have scholarships, and we are set, we are good, we are, you know, nas- you know, we're in the newspapers, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and they're, like, leagues ahead of us already. So, it's definitely wonky when everyone is on a different foot like everyone's on a different page in the book mm-hmm. um but somehow we've managed uh dakota state university i believe through a tournament last year for our league and our valorant players so um they did it with it was dsu sdsu uh i think the university of Texas, like, was a Christian University, I believe? University of Texas. I can't remember for sure. There was a bunch of, like... It wasn't just limited to South Dakota. I think there was, like, a Montana school, too.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, And they held, like, a... They did did a fall and a spring tournament. And in the fall, our Valorant Team 2 competed. And... Or not our Valorant. Our Valorant Team 1 competed. And our League Team 2 competed. And then in the spring, our league team one competed okay so that was pretty good that was uh great networking most of the time we all end up in like similar tournaments mm-hmm. so um i know our um our league teams have played like just in the state so they have played against like the school of mines and stuff like that uh, i know our cod team was able to um They played against, like, 50 different universities in a Warzone tournament Mm -hmm. for uh, Barstool. Mm, Um, I think they placed pretty decently, like, 25th or something like that, kind of, like, middle of the pack. But they were new, you know, it was picking from their team three players to play Warzone, and it was kind of, like, a really random event that they didn't, you know, have much preparation for. But they did a pretty good job competing against, you know... Everybody who's on a different footing in 50 different universities. So it's definitely... I kind of wish that there was something that made it a little bit easier to network with other universities, because as far as I'm aware, there isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've definitely, we've definitely figured it out over time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that would be really interesting if there's some sort of like streamlined way um, to kind of uh, connect everybody... That would be really interesting so, so you you mentioned the whole reason why this probably started was because you were interested in video games in the first place you you played video yep. games the, um the teams that you're managing in the different games that um they're playing did you know do you know much about all those games or were they, were they kind of like only
1: no <laughs> no actually. Um I had never even heard of League of Legends until I joined the club.
0: Really? Uh
1: yep, I'd never heard of League of Legends. Um obviously Valorant is pretty new. Um I've played Overwatch before. I just I didn't have a PC at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime I streamed, I streamed on my Xbox or my PlayStation. So I couldn't join the Overwatch team. Um uh, I'd played R6, but I wasn't good at it um i've played cod but i've never played competitively it was kind of it was kind of it was very new for me i i've played league now we made like an in-house my sophomore year we made like an in-house non-competitive team which we Mm -hmm. are hoping to do a little bit more of this year to try to get like some more beginner players kind of maybe interested in the games that are competitive um and i sucked at it i was terrible (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am very bad at League, and it is a running joke in the club. Um, because of COVID last year, our student engagement expo was done over Zoom. And so we, as an eSports club, decided we're just going to play, you know, in-house League game. You know, all of us play. I can't remember what we were playing, to be honest. I-, I don't know League well, honestly. Um, But it was, like, a running joke. Like, come watch your president, you know, die several times <sighs> oh, in a row in League. Like... You absolutely get destroyed.
0: <laughs> what, what what position do you like to play?
1: I like to play bot lane. Okay. Yeah, ADC.
0: Okay, cool. I yep. absolutely I could not play ADC for the for the life of me.
1: Yep, I primarily play Jin when I play. I believe, but it's been probably a year since I've played. So.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, Jin is a. Uh... He's pretty slow, right? He doesn't. He doesn't really move. He doesn't have any like thing that dashes or anything. He's just yeah, just I think walks.
1: You... Yeah, he kind of just walks. <laughs> yeah.
0: I see. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so then, um, <sighs> okay. That... I think I'm gonna leave it there for for that part. I really want to dive into this um, a little bit on the video games origins. How did video games kind of enter your into your life?
1: Um, I've been playing video games since I probably could hold and understand a controller. My dad was a big gamer when I was a kid.
0: Oh wow. Um,
1: and because he was like, he was in the military, he was gone on deployment a lot. Like anytime he was home, I was constantly like his shadow. So yeah, he'd sit down and play God of War, and even though as a kid it scared the hell out of me, <laughs> I wanted to play it um i started playing like the sims when i was really young i he had it on the playstation 2 he had like the original sims and then like the sims Bustin' out or whatever it was called it was like one of their spinoffs uh-huh i played that all the time i played uh gta i think it was vice city on the ps2 um you know and i i hated like shooting people in the game so i'd just drive around <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you stop at the red lights? No. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, you know all those like PS2 games that you could play. I played Life on the the original PlayStation, like the board game. They had like oh, a. Wow. They had Life for the original PlayStation. I played that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I was very young, and my dad definitely got me into video games. So whenever my mom gives me crap now. Like, oh, do you really need... Because I just bought, uh, like, PS5. Do you really need that? And I'm like, well, you know, blame Dad. It's not my <laughs> fault.
0: <laughs> I see. That's really cool. So did you ever lean towards, like, a certain, like, genre of games?
1: I definitely quite enjoy, like, RPG games. Okay. Uh, my f- My favorite game ever is probably Fable, like, Fable 2.
0: Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't personally played that, but... It- that's really good I'm
1: it's a very good game i quite enjoy it they have a the fourth one that should be coming out soon they're the same people who made forza should be making it um and soon is like hopefully in the next year or two <laughs> but who knows i don't want to i don't want to rush the game i don't want a cyberpunk situation so <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are your thoughts on cyberpunk
1: yeah, so I didn't wait like 10 years for Cyberpunk. I had heard about it, you know, you know, at GamesCons and stuff like that, like pack and it was kind of like whatever. Like they never really showed anything that I was like, "I'm so interested <laughs> in this." And like a month or two before it came out, my my best friend was like, I have been waiting a decade for this game. <laughs> I'm so excited. And I'm like, okay, well, like, show me what you're so excited for. And he showed me all the trailer videos. We watched them all one night. And I was like, wow, this game looks so cool. It looks so good. And I got it and I streamed it. And I was like, this falls flat of everything they said they were going to give us. <laughs> I was like, I, you know, have only been waiting two months for this, but I'm disappointed and i felt really bad because a lot of people were you know being you know getting angry with the devs and like as a programmer i was like it's not the devs fault it's fully a company fault like they needed they needed to take more time with the game and they were not given that time you know profits were pushed and i think i think as the game gets updated and the bugs get fixed i could probably genuinely enjoy it but the time I played with it, I was very bored really easily and the bugs bothered me a lot and how the treatment of the devs were. I was just like, I'm good for now. I'll wait.
0: I see. Okay. Okay, so now I want to... So how did... um. Uh, Computer science come into play here? Was it just kind of on, along the same vein of, like, liking video games?
1: Yeah, so I wanted to be a video game designer originally, mm. and um, I kind of, my I had to talk with my parents, and uh, um was kind of like, okay, well, like, video game designers don't make a whole lot of mu- much money, and it's a hard thing to, like, break, like, a hard um, profession to break into, and... I was like, that's fair enough. I had always loved math as a kid, math and science. And I was like, well, I like video games and I could program them. So let's try that. Like I'd taken engineering classes when I was in high school and it was mostly like civil and mechanical engineering. And I was like, I'm not for all of this. (laughs) (laughs) But we did have a couple of instances where they were, they did have us code and like I don't know what it was about me if I just said, okay, I'll do it. Or if my friends are just like, you seem like you'll be able to figure this out. Like, I just remember being told, you program it for the group. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'll figure it out. Wow. Um, Yeah, so I kind of was just like, well, let's try it. Because it was always like, this seems like something I'd be interested in. And I'm still here four years later. So... Yeah, but I'm majoring in computer science and double minoring in mathematics and software engineering.
0: Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Hmm. And then, um, so what do you, do you have any kind of, like, uh, do you have any ideas, like, specifically what you want to utilize that in? Do you have any kind of, like, inkling?
1: I would love to still be a video game designer. Like, that is still, like, a goal I have up there that would be amazing. But the way devs are treated at the moment and the way um, like crunch works in the video game profession, I'm not sure I would be able to make it very long. (laughs) Um, Hearing of like 60 hour, 80 hour crunch weeks just makes me feel like I would end up hating games. And that sounds like such a sad life to me. Like, I would be so sad if I couldn't enjoy video games anymore. Mm -hmm. so um i definitely think like currently i'm kind of leaning into um doing something that has more to do with like leadership and less to do with programming um i've looked into maybe ux design that's what i currently do i'm a software designer and i work with ux design currently um Um, so
0: um what is ux design i'm sorry
1: uh so like when you build a website when you like the what you see on a website or an app is the user interface so like the user interface and the user experience which is what ux stands for Oh, okay um yeah just kind of basically we make it pretty
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay interesting okay so now how did the how did the streaming thing happen
1: so I was a senior in high school, and I remember I my another one of my dreams, like especially as a kid, was always like I want to be a YouTuber. Like that'd be so cool. Like, and I just never had the time or the equipment to learn how to edit. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was like, okay, well, I don't have the time or the equipment, and I have a brother who's six years younger than me, uh, so he's fourteen now. And he came in at the time and he's like, well, why don't you stream on Twitch? And I was like, I'd heard of Twitch, but I'd never watched any on anybody on it. Really. A lot of my favorite YouTubers were switching to it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But he was like, well, you don't have to edit videos there. You can just (laughs) hit play and go. And I was like, sure. You know, I'm bored. Whatever. Let's do it. And so it's always been kind of like a hobby. Like. I definitely feel like if Twitch picked up, like suddenly all of a sudden I was just like, "Woo!" you know, could do it full time. I would, but it was never like the absolute end goal with it. Like I would love to see that happen. If that happened, I would definitely run with it. But I do it because it's fun. I do it because again, I like to see the community grow. I like to meet people. I like to make friends. So it's definitely something that it's like, it's it's Sometimes it's definitely a lot of fun, and other times it's very anxiety-inducing, just like being um, a president of a club, I feel like. Kind of on the same vein.
0: What part of it is anxiety-inducing?
1: I definitely feel like there are times where I'm gone for a really long time. It's kind of like, am I going to hit go live, and no one's going to be there? Mm. And because for such a long time, I streamed to no one at... It, in retrospect, it kind of seems like, you know, it's just a hobby. But because there are a lot of people that I enjoy seeing in my stream, I love talking to. Now, if I stream to like no one and no one's talking, I kind of feel like, well, like, why am I streaming? Hmm. Like, you know, I I stream now for the people I have who watch me, and I I love I love talking to them. I love seeing them. And when if the idea of streaming to no one just is like. Well, maybe I'm doing something wrong, kind of. Kind of can stress you out.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: see. But that. luckily, I haven't had to stream to no one in a really long time, so that's good. I'm very lucky.
0: How did you? So when you were first, because you you were pretty consistent with it. You said it's been four years now, and you've mm-hmm. been trying to keep it consistent. You said two to three times a week at least is your goal.
1: I my goal. I am very terrible with, again, organization. Mm. Uh, I'm very terrible with time management as well. Okay. Um, So, like, last night I was supposed to stream and ended up, we had an officer's meeting that went really long. And because once I get streaming, I don't want to stream too late on a work night. um, Mm. I usually, you know, anything past starting at, like, 9 or 10, I try not to because a lot of people tell me, like, when I used to stream to basically no one, uh, I would stream at like 2 a.m. Mm. Like, just cause like, I've always had a messed up sleep schedule.
2: Uh-huh. So
1: I was like, oh, I'll just stream 2 a.m. to like 5 a.m. and then go to bed. Like, <laughs> but now that I actually have people who watch me, I want people there. So I'm trying to not make it that it's like, okay, well, if you want to see me? You have to be awake at 2 a.m.
0: <laughs> True. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What kept you going in the early phases? Like, was it just Um, the games?
1: I think it was. I think I liked the idea of kind of, like, feeling like I was doing what I wanted to do with YouTube. Because I did post a couple of videos on my YouTube, but honestly, I should probably, like, unlist them, because they're terrible. (laughs) Baby 18-year-old me just talking into a camera. And it was definitely, like i want to play games i want to record i want to make people laugh i want to have fun like with them and i didn't feel like i was doing that at the time (laughs) i was just you know turning on a camera and talking um so i definitely think and my little brother was always really encouraging of me he has always been like my biggest cheerleader when it comes to (laughs) streaming so and he streams himself too. He also my parents let him do that, and he he's getting pretty well up there. He's trying to catch up to me, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. He's he's a he's a good kid, and he's definitely been you know, like, well, why would you stop? You should just keep going. Like, why does it matter? You can you, you're gonna play video games anyways. Might as well hit record. Well, yeah, okay, that's fair enough.
0: That is. <laughs> And it's super cool to have, like, you know, a supportive uh, person like that in your life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What kind of, uh, you said you like the RPG games. Is that the kinds of games that you kind of played on there?
1: hmm huh? Well, uh, yes. T- yes. Usually. Right now, I've, recently, uh, I've mostly been streaming Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played it before. Uh, I've heard a handful of spoilers, but I don't remember it because I've never played it before, so it wasn't anything that's ever stuck out in my mind. Um, So I've been playing that on stream. Um, Though the last two streams, my one before this last one, I played Wizards 101. Wizards 101. Wizards 101. (laughs) I had watched a YouTube video where the guy was on the hunt for the world's worst MMO. (laughs) and he did a video with wizards 101 and he said that it isn't the world's worst but he was critiquing it i was like man this really makes me want to play it and i had found like a membership card that i had bought probably when i was like 11
0: no way and
1: i hadn't scratched it off i had used it (laughs) and it still worked and it still worked it had no expiration date on it
0: wow
1: so i was like well might as well you know if no you know if only a handful of people who usually watch me come and watch me play wizards 101 and they're bored i can change the game i'm like but i think it'll be fun just to kind of relive my childhood a little bit and i had a ton of people like apparently wizards 101 still has a pretty big community i had a bunch of people come in and were like oh you know this 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 has changed, and this has changed, and this is still the same, and if you want to get... Like, here, let me help you. I will, you know... And I was like, sure, cool. Like, totally point me in the right direction.
0: <laughs> did you enjoy the game? I,
1: I did. I had a, a pretty good time. It's it's a lot of fun. It's an MMO, but it's like turn-based combat with cards. Mm. So, which is a pretty interesting concept for turn-based con- combat. So... It was a lot of fun i i might play it some more because i got a month membership so
0: <laughs> i remember playing that game um i did play that game a long time ago but i do remember yeah it was behind some sort of paywall i remember was it some yep, subscription a, was it
1: it's a membership it's like a ten dollar membership per month subscription fee once you get to a certain mission or something like yeah, that yeah
0: and i remember that i was so devastated i was like ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I you know, I never I was you know, never played, you know, the, those kinds of games. And I was like, oh, but I really love my character, But I was like level locked. So sad.
1: Yep. Uh, I remember I used to do chores for my mom so that she would let me <laughs> buy a car so I could play Wizards One Or I could buy a webkins. I played webkins all the time. Oh, I love that. I
0: haven't heard of um, that one. What is that?
1: You would buy like a stuffed animal with like a code on it? And then you could oh. play that stuffed animal on a website. And they had, like, little mini-games, and you could, like, build your house. And it was pretty cool. I also used to buy Club Penguin memberships.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is so cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you seem like you, you knew... You played, a, like, a large variety of games, it seems like.
1: Yep, I definitely... It's kind of why I've stuck to being a variety streamer, because... um. I get bored easily. and It's not anything to do with the game. Mm -hmm. I will just get bored. And so I like to switch it up. I like to do completely random stuff. I know that the one game I've completely played through on stream is The Last of Us 2. I completely, entirely played that on stream. Um, Everything else, I don't think I've beaten another game on stream before. So... I definitely get sidetracked fast. I'm going to I'm really going to try to beat ma- at least the first Mass Effect on stream. Um, but I have 2 and 3 to do too and they're long games, so
0: Yeah. I have like a terrible streak. Like I don't th- I don't even remember the last game I ever finished. Because I I always like stop halfway or something.
1: Yep. So Me too. I, I had a terrible streak with that. too. I had a terrible time doing that. I did that with books for a while, too. <gasps> oh, yeah. I would read the first couple of chapters and then just be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, I've been really trying to work on not doing that because it's like, no, like, I think it's mostly because, like, you get so involved in certain universes and stuff like that, that it's like the idea of actually finishing it goes, no, I'm okay. So you'd rather just walk away with it than actually finish the game or at least that's how i see it sometimes yeah and um i definitely have been trying to power through that um just recently for the f- i've had the game for since it came out i've had the original spider-man game the new one since mm. it came out um but just uh, in this last month i've actually beat it for the first time oh um it was i was Pretty excited. I got the platinum trophy for it on my PS5 and everything. I was like, yes, <laughs> Woo-hoo, I, I did it. I got all the achievements. I'm trying to play like all the DLC now to finish up the achievements. Um, it, they get kind of repetitive though, which is why it's taking me so long. I'm almost done with the second DLC. Um, but yeah, it's just, you kind of got to power through that kind of stuff. And um, it, it, games anymore are just so long. It's, there's a lot and you get so busy It's kind of like, well, if you don't beat it right away, then there's a new game coming, and everybody's hopping on that game, and everybody wants to play that, and yeah, it's yeah, I definitely have a backlog, probably a mile long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that that was the Spider Man game for the for the PS5. Is that where you played it? No.
1: Um, I played it. I played the uh, one that came out in 2018. They had a remastered edition that I played on the PS5. Oh okay. Um. I do have the new Miles Morales one. I'm very excited to play it. I'm just I'm trying to finish the DLC with the first Spider-Man. I want the trophies so badly. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to play Miles Morales so much more. So I've just been avoiding my PS5 because I can't make the decision.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see. Mm. Well, that sounds fun either way. It's a couple of interesting stuff to do. Yep interesting interesting so what what about the a little bit more on this streaming journey um you mentioned earlier about um kind of meeting other streamers how has that been like in, in that experience
1: for the longest time i just i didn't really meet a lot of people i had people following me and i had hit like to hit affiliate you have to have like a required 50 followers i'd hit um 50 or 60 and i still really didn't feel like i knew anyone from twitch like i was kind of like how does how do people make all these friends how are people growing like i'm not meeting anyone and again my little brother had messaged me and he was like you know i have this group of friends that i met from like talking on twitch and i he was like would you like to play minecraft with us and i was kind of like I don't know. I don't know. These... Again, it takes me a little bit to warm up to people. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and so I did. I, I played with them one night and I kept myself muted the whole time. I really have to like gauge people's vibes before I'm like, really like, okay, yeah, I'm good. And so I played with them that one night and didn't really say much. And the next time I played with them, I kind of was like, yeah, you know, hi, how's it going? And over time, I definitely started to become friends with them. We were really group good group of people and i talk to a majority of them still um very good friends i very much appreciate them they're in my stream all the time hype me up i i love them to death i very much active in my one friend's discord all the time i uh it's his streaming discord but i moved up for talking too much in it so i'm like the top chatter in his discord <laughs> <laughs> Uh So yeah, it's definitely, and just recently I've been uh, branching out, trying to make some more friends. I had a really great stream tonight with some new friends, and um, it's definitely, I had to get over kind of like the internet shyness, because Mm -hmm. like growing up, especially like being female, my parents were always like, do not talk to weird people on the internet. (gasps) Do not talk to weird people on the internet. They are creepy people. And I'm like, okay, creepy people, internet, good. (laughs) So I have always been like, I've played Call of Duty since I was in middle school. And every time I've just muted everything, like I could still hear everybody, but I did not want to talk. I did not want to be talked to. I, unless I was in a party with someone that I knew I, you know, I've never been like, oh, I'm going to meet all these people because I've just always been so cautious. And and it's been really great to like kind of branch out a little bit and, and get to know people. And it's been fun.
0: Definitely. How how did you meet th- that group of people that you you streamed with earlier?
1: Um. So I have a friend, um, that I met through the first group. Um. I had seen him liking the ones sh- like my friend Cobb's tweets on on Twitter all the time, and I was like, oh, she seems really cool. I'm gonna pop into her stream. I popped into her stream and talked a little bit, and she was super cool. And I was like, oh, absolutely. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to join your Discord. I kind of started chatting in the Discord. Well, I got really busy with, like, all my vacation stuff. So I didn't really get to know. I had a whole bunch of vacations in a row this, this summer. Uh, with I didn't go home this summer. So, like, my parents are like, let's go to this and go do that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it was, I didn't really get to know anyone, but just the past couple of weeks since I've been home, I'm getting settled again, I don't have any more vacations, I've been being more active, I wanted to get to know everybody, I've joined movie nights and joined everybody's, you know, Twitch chats, and it's been good, I've I, it's it's definitely like, kind of like a friend of a friend situation, unless mm-hmm. you join someone's chat the first time, and you become their friend. Like, it's kind of like, oh, I know, uh, I know Jesse, and Jesse knows Cobbs, and Cobbs knows, you know, you start to, you start to branch out because everybody knows this person, and then you get to know that person, you really like them, then they, you know, yeah. Definitely definitely like a little tight-knit community as you, as you start to get to know everybody.
0: Right. Right. Interesting.
1: Mm Hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: I would definitely uh, experiment a little bit with that <laughs> because yep. uh, I guess I, I also want to get over this internet shyness thing. Um, yep. definitely, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I, I love the um, yeah, I love this like bond forming. You know, without you know making friends and and, and kind of forming those small communities of uh, just good vibes and and games kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. With Twitch, there's a lot of like, there can be a lot of toxicity too. And so I'm very grateful that like, I've avoided most of it for the, for the most part. Mm-hmm. I've dealt with a little bit, but for the most part, I've met very great groups of people, really nice people, all different walks of life. That's always fun too. Like, it's always nice to meet people who like maybe don't understand. Like um, I am also LGBTQ. Um, so um, you know, there are a lot of friends I've made on Twitch who aren't very aware of those issues or certain situations in the community and, you know, have always, you know, have come to me and asked, is this okay? Is this something I can say? Is this um, you know, what is this? Can you explain it to me? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like or I don't understand something that they know about in their com- you know, their community or their life. And that's always cool to like learn from other people. And their experiences in life? Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Let me see.
0: Interesting. I'm only looking at my thing, and for some reason, it looks like it's frozen. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no! My recording thing, and I'm like, why are you not ticking upward? (laughs) Oh, no! But, huh, I wonder why. Interesting.
1: I'm not fully sure if stream's still going. Either chat is just incredibly quiet <laughs> or stream cut out. Right. Oh, oh no, stream's still going. Chat's just incredibly quiet.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, I think we're back. Sweet. So, so then now everything here is being recorded. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, it's just, yeah. We're back. But... Okay, really interesting about about the Twitch stuff. Um, hmm. Okay, so we talked about that leadership. I mean, you had a lot going on. So, how has it been like to manage all that? Kind of like stream, club, school, work. That's so um,
1: incredibly stressful. It it is a lot at times. I know that. Especially like when stream really started to pick up last August, like that was really when I have this past year is when I've seen my most growth ever.
2: Mm.
1: Um, and so and that's when I was really, you know, I was talking to a lot of people, I was getting really close with some friends on Twitch. And it was definitely um, it was a lot because I felt like I was being pulled in like 12 different places. And I am such a like perfectionist when it comes to school, and so school is always my top priority, and then it's work because that's my livelihood. So then the club and stream were always dueling for each other because the club is important to me, but also my stream and my community. And um, that's where it definitely helped to kind of to have my my friends and my officers who would come in and okay, I'll handle this because it's like cool, great, then I can stream tonight. But if you can't handle it, I can do it. Uh, you know, I have the time, but that just means I can't stream tonight, and that's okay. But it was definitely – it. It de- they definitely clash a lot. And so it ends up that stream is usually the thing I have to go – okay, sorry, guys, I'll try to stream longer tomorrow, I'll try to stream Tuesday, or – I try my best. I genuinely do. I know that it feels like a lot of people will message me and be like, hey, you know, you haven't streamed in a while. And I'm like, I promise I want to. I do genuinely want to. If I could stream every day and it would be, you know, fun and people would show up, I, I would. But there are some days where I either I'm too burnt out from either school or work, or I just want to chill and I have friends that I'd like to go hang out with. Having a social life can be hard to balance with all that, too and so it's like I can't be everywhere and as much as I want to be so yes it do- it is stressful it is hard
0: you know looking back at your earlier comments about your time management and organization I mean with all that on your plate I mean I think you're doing a, a fine job I you know, like, I mean, it, it, you know, you're you're balancing these four, you know, you know fairly time consuming processes and you're able to make time for all of them in the mm-hmm. overall scheme of things. So, I mean, I think you're doing just fine on that department.
1: Thank you. I, I get stressed about it because I just feel like there's a lot of people that depend on certain things. Like I depend on the first two. I depend on school and I depend on work. So, like, that's why those things come first. It's kind of like, okay, well, I need the I need the degree, <laughs> and I need to go to work because I need the money. <laughs> and uh, the club and the stream is like, these are the things I'm passionate about. These are the things I would love to work on all the time. I'd I'd love to be doing something for all of them constantly. But you know, at the end of the day, there are some days where it's like, okay, I I'm burnt. I'm I need a day to go hang out with friends. I need a day to sleep to sleep like because especially when school is in session i don't sleep a lot (laughs) i sleep like ooh. i i had some programs my first semester last last year that i was up 24 hours straight and i turned it like the the program was due when class started and i turned it in five minutes before class and i went to sleep because it was zoom class (laughs) it was like i will rewatch this lecture i have been up working on your project for 24 hours i have not slept and i would sleep from like 1 p.m to 6 that'd be my five hours of sleep and i'd get up and i would either stream or i would do homework or both and i would be up late or working on a program or so i'd be going to bed at like four or five still it's a lot it's and stuff does fall to the wayside and sometimes it it's stuff and sometimes i it's me and i try not to make it me i need to you know prioritizing like sleep and eating and social life and all that it does end up getting in the way too um and i try not to like because we we're human and we tend to be like yeah i can handle it all i don't need to sleep who needs to sleep sleep when you're dead like but you do you need those things you need sleep you need time you need to relax so
0: right and 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 it's not like you're you're you know taking a you know easy route in in, in for your education either i mean you said you were majoring in computer science and then double mm-hmm. minoring as well i mean that i mean yep. <laughs> That's going to take yeah. a lot of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I finished my math minor this last semester. It was my last class and it really my math minor was tacked cuz I came in as a computer science major and a software minor. Mm. Like a software engineering minor. Um uh, my math minor it got tacked on because I've always loved math and um I took calc 1 and calc 2 in high school. Like college level calc 1 and calc 2 in high school. Wow and they were like well for your math minor all you have to do is take uh calc three and i had to take a higher level stats class and i was like cool sweet let's do it because the rest of the math classes were required for my major anyways so i was like sure let's go right on ahead and tack it on let's just let's just add it to the pile (laughs) and how's that been been okay I would not suggest taking Calc 3 as a freshman in college <laughs> unless you are a math brainiac. Like, I'm good at math. I like math. But I am not a math genius. <laughs> and I there was just too much on my plate my freshman year. Like, I was getting used to college and didn't know anyone. And had I had Calc 3 every day. Mm-hmm. And I was just it's so much imposter syndrome at once for one you know one new baby freshman college student it was it was a lot but um I think I've handled it as well as I could like college is stressful it's it's a lot especially when you're full-time like my dad is getting his degree right now and he's part-time and he's like you know I couldn't I couldn't do more than two class. I tried to do three and it was too much And I was like, yeah, welcome to my world doing five or six. He's like, well, like, you work part time, though. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, you work full time. It's like we're on the opposite spectrums of how it could be stressful. He works. He works full time and does part time college. And I do school full time and work part time. So I was like, the shoe is the same shoe, but on a different foot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see. Interesting. So this is your senior year for her university. So yep. does that mean um do you think theoretically once you graduate you'll have a lot more time on your hands?
1: I would hope so. I I have had more time this summer. Um minus all the traveling I've done. I've been uh I've traveled to three different states this summer. Oh, wow. So uh, i've definitely been busy i definitely feel like work because i work 40 hours a week right now mm. um, and i definitely feel like i get off at five and it's like i'm good i don't have any homework i don't have anything to do i don't have anywhere to be it's kind of like okay i i have time i can make plans you know and sometimes getting off to off of work especially after a 40 hour for an eight-hour shift a 40-hour week um, you're kind of exhausted, regardless of if it's a lot or not a lot, or if nothing's going on, or if everything's going on. And so I try not to like be like, okay, well, like, the day is over. It's like, no, there's still plenty to do. There's still plenty of time. So I definitely feel like I've had more time on my hands since I have been working full time, because there is no... You clock out, you're done. You don't have any other, you don't have any other, like, homework like if work gave me homework, I would be like, no, I don't have any time.
0: <laughs> no
2: time.
0: Yeah, that is true. I I totally get that feeling. Forty hour weeks are always yeah they're they're long. Um, and that feeling where you just want to just throw things down and just be like, the day's over is, is real.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, like you said, like I mean, that you have to make use of that other time because it's just like. And you just kind of like, do your weekend, but the weekend is always too short, and then it's just like, mm-hmm. you just go again in this five-day grind. Yep. And if you don't utilize those hours in between, it's just, you know, you know, feel like it's a never-ending cycle kind of thing.
1: Mhm. Absolutely.
0: Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so i like to ask this question, um... So how do you think you are the hero to your story?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Kind of like the life that you lead, the life that you lead is kind of like your your it's kind of like a story. You know, you started, mm-hmm. you know, from wherever you were as a kid and then here you are now and you're trying to go somewhere. And so it's kind of like a story. And so how are you like you know just like in any story any any book or any rpg like how are you like the story uh, how are you the hero in your story
1: like how am i the main character in my story
0: <laughs> yeah like how do you uh kind of like perceive that you and like in relation to the world the the communities you're a part of and your role in that system
1: um i definitely I don't always think of myself. I don't actually frequently think of myself at all. Like I like am the lead. Like I am the head. Like as much as I do lead, like I lead the club. Like I don't see myself as being like, Oh yeah. Like I'm the leader. Like I, I'm leading this community. Like, it's kind of like I'm a part of the community that has a say. Like with my officers, I am the president and a lot of things I do get the final say on, but I don't want it to be me. I don't want it to be me being like, okay, hey, we're going to do this because my officers also have put in the time and they're also working to make the club you know, as best as they can, like make it great. I want to hear their opinions. I want to hear their ideas. I want to hear what they have to say because I, can, I could do it all myself, but then why would anybody want to be a part of the club? It's everything I want. And obviously, like I don't understand. I don't understand every game. I don't understand league all that well. Like, I played Valorant, but I I don't play competitively. Like I I am only a part. Of, I'm only a part of the club that is willing to like make the hard decisions if someone needs me to step in and do that. But I'd like to say that like I'm just the part that encourages everybody to do their part as well. Like uh, I'm I'm definitely like this the hero that's more of a supporting character i guess like i'm here to give everybody support i want to see where everybody else can go as well like i'm here to push us all forward like i want to see us all grow if that makes sense
0: (laughs) That that makes sense to me in relation to the to the club um what do you think about it in relation to like uh i guess a, a broader scope in,
1: in the world
0: in the world kind of oh. yeah i i know this is kind of like de- definitely a little bit out there but i guess like you know haley as in like you know put on this uh you know world with all your unique uh characteristics you know your love for video games your this uh natural born uh, you know leader and, and the skills you've developed like and 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 the type of person and the type of life and also the type of, you know, the type of philosophy just from hearing you talk about how you kind of operate the club, you know, how,
2: Hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) how does she, how does she fit into, into everything? Like what kind of impact do you want to make out there in the world?
1: Wow, oh, it's like a deep question. That, I know, that, uh, I know,
0: I know. It's I.
1: A... I have only ever really like wanted to make people like happy. Like I want to see people happy. I want to see people who, who have like, um, who have grown past things that have maybe bothered them, or you know, have dealt with hard times. But you know, they 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 come to me, or they come to this community I've built, or the community I've helped built, and this is, this is a safe space, this is where they go, this is where they've met all their friends, like, I want to be someone who people see, like, like, this person is so helpful, I feel so safe with them, I'm happy with them, and I, you know, I want to make people happy, and, um, I feel like I, you know, with, with video games, with, with the community, with, Esports and Twitch—it's always been my goal. Like, it's like, I want to hear what you guys have to say so I can build like the best thing I can build for everyone. Like, I, yeah, making people happy. I guess I—I I don't. That's the best answer I got on short notice. I'm—I'm I'm sure I could come up with something better, but in the grand scheme of things, I—you know—I don't really want money or power or fame or anything like super out there i just you know i want to help people i want to be the reason some people smile
0: i think that's a great reason um to do uh you know to do everything that you're doing i think uh you know when when you look at that as your motivation behind like kind of like all your projects these last uh you know last four years and plus um it all kind of makes sense, and I think they all connect to that idea. So that's that's really cool because I know that you most definitely have made people happier. You know, you made people laugh, and, and and so that's really cool. It's really cool. Um, after you graduate, um, you know, it seems like you've always been part of like some sort of organization. Um, you know, with your school, like with your middle school, and then you know, high school, and then college and university. Do you think afterwards, do you have any thing in mind, um some sort of organization that you want to keep, kind of like lead as well, potentially?
1: Um, I guess I don't have anything necessarily in mind. I always thought that I would still kind of be an advisor at least to the college, like. <laughs> um like our, I know our my vice president from last year the one who kept you know Kenzie who kept me all organized she is still she graduated last year but she still joins in on officer meetings and wants to help us as much as she can because she did help organize a lot of things and she does know a lot about the club and I would kind of like to see myself kind of move into that advisor spot where it's like I'm not here all the time and I'm not making any final decisions but I'm here if you guys still need help. Like, if you still need help to build this thing or you still need someone to sit through and talk. Like, this is a rough decision and all of us can't make up our minds. Like, you know, what are your thoughts on it? What, How did you handle this? Like, I'd love to still be able to do that. Um, as for, like, moving on to, like, a new organization, I guess, I'm not sure, but I'd be open to do it. Especially anything video game-wise. I'd definitely be open to... I don't know, maybe helping a high school out. I I don't know where I'm going after I graduate. I don't plan on staying in my college town. So, you know, the sky's the limit, I guess. I'd be willing to help out, you know, and be a part of another organization after I'm gone from the college.
0: Right, right. Because as, as far as I know, there's not the eSports community. It doesn't really get any... Like, typically, they're, like, these communities within the universities. Like, within the university is, like, its own community. And typically, mm-hmm. that's where, like, this hub of, like, of this eSports community uh, kind of aggregates. But then it doesn't really, like, connect to the other smaller communities. Like, it's usually, like, through those, like, kind of, like, tournaments and stuff like that. But there's not really a larger body kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah and especially after the collegiate league then it goes into like esports leagues like competitive leagues above collegiate yeah uh, that you're seeing you know um competing in stadiums and stuff like that and it's kind of like getting involved in something like that probably involves like actually having a job with them which Mm. i would love to do i would love to still work with esports like that would be so much fun um but uh, that's not something I can just be like, I'm volunteering my time to do this. Like, it's kind of, you know, I'm applying for this interviewing position to work with this league. So, yeah, I, I, it would be cool to see, like, we've definitely had high schools reach out to us before um, within the community who have have tried to ask for help and we've tried our best. And um, I definitely would be, be kind of cool to see some high schoolers that would, like, come to an event where it's like, oh, come play with our you know, competitive league team or come play, you know, just come play with our team in general, like with the club and come check out and see what we're like. And when we get our space in October, I think that'll be a great thing to try to host and try to kind of connect the community a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely.
2: Hmm. Okay. I
0: feel like we went over a lot there. Um... You know starting out with uh with the esports kind of the origin story of your of your esports club and going into a little bit on your history with leadership uh your connections with video games and, and and how that came about and then your streaming as well um huh yeah i think at least for streamer i think you're the second streamer i've ever gotten to interview on the on the podcast um awesome and and, yeah, it's always so interesting um you guys always have such nice setups (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like dang like you guys like Uh, have the room down you know the the room aesthetic
1: i uh i started with playing on an xbox or, or or playstation 4 you know, so I've definitely. It's definitely. It didn't start off nice. <laughs> it, it started sitting crisscross applesauce on my floor playing, playing Uncharted. So it's definitely. A, it's a process. It, it's. And I think a lot of streamers do go through it. There are some people who start off like I have the setup down. I have the lights. Like I still, my my uh, my light is dying currently. That's why my lighting in my room is. I'm still working on some of that stuff because I'm still working off a college budget, but um definitely like investing in my setup has been one of the biggest things that has helped me as a streamer. Um so it's definitely it's been exciting. It's it's fun to see it all come together.
0: Definitely, you know, to see kind of like your baby grow <laughs> a little bit, uh, yeah. you know, just from that really early uh, inception to what it is now and to what it mm-hmm. could be is also an interesting thought yep um so where would you want to be where, where would you want to be in in like five years if if you could like if you could just you know just picture it like this is picture like it. yeah picture it as this this is the most ideal thing for me like if i had this like i would be life would be better
1: um, I would love to see myself get like a a decent job that I like genuinely enjoy. Like that is something I'm I'm definitely worried about because my major is definitely it's it's work it's it's hard, and I feel like I I can either get hit or miss. I'm gonna find a job I love or I'm gonna find a job I don't love. <laughs> um, and that makes me nervous. So I'd love to be in like a good job that I genuinely enjoy. I I, I like going to and it challenges me. I would love to still be streaming. Um, I, I would love to have seen it grow. Um, right, you know, right now my current goal, and it's just kind of like an overall goal, is to hit 500 followers. So, like, maybe, maybe in five years, maybe, like, we'll we'll shoot for the stars, like, at least a thousand. Like, that'd be amazing. Like, just, that would be crazy to me, like, a thousand people want to watch me, or at least have followed me enough that are like, yeah, I'll come see you again. Like, um that that would that would be wild that'd be amazing um i've always i've always wanted to start i still try to you like do youtube i would love to do it i just i definitely need to learn how to edit (laughs) or you know find someone who is willing to edit for me and i feel bad you know not paying someone for that and right now i cannot pay them for that so yeah I'd love to see myself doing that. I'd love to still be helping out the school you know if if they needed the help, I'd love to have seen that you know grow phenomenally i i want it I want it to catch like wildfire even after I leave like if I leave and it just like blows up that would be amazing like if it just became like a huge deal um and it it slowly is like that's um. With getting our with getting our space this year and getting our equipment this year, I really think it's gonna help us. And I, I would love in five years to see like you know, SDSU is as just their esports club has just grown phenomenally.
0: What would you say to the future uh presidents um for your club after you? Like what would be um kinda imparting advice on them to kind of uh Make sure that the club is heading in the right direction.
1: Um, I guess my advice is to I'm trying to come up with something really good here. <laughs> um definitely to not give up on it. Like there are times where it is hard and there are times where, you know, the school isn't listening or you're not getting an email back or your officers are, you know, there's fighting or there's teams that are fighting and there ends up that there's a lot going on and there are times especially as president where everybody goes to you and you're just like I don't know I don't know what to do I don't know how to help and I want to fix this and it just becomes a lot and I I know why the previous president decided he was done it is a lot and I know that at one point in time I thought I don't know if I can do this I wonder if I should hand this off to someone else and it was kind of like no like you can't give up on the club because the club the The club needs someone there, and they need someone who's passionate and willing not to give up. So if you can stay, the club it'll grow. You you just don't give up on it. It, it I promise it's it's worth the hard work you're putting into it.
0: I I like that.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, that's definitely um. You get really good advice. You know, it's it's a responsibility, and mm. you know. You you know with all the, you know with all the perceived downsides of what responsibility is you know it's something you have to worry about it's something you have to like keep in mind it's something you have to put effort in and but you know the upside to it is that there's something valuable to be gained with all that hard effort that that responsibility and you know I think at the end of the day it is that community you yep. know it's you know. You, you breathe life into into the idea that there's something good about coming together uh with the main idea of video games.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so I would definitely love as well to see, you know, um S D U. S U. S U. S D S U yep. explode in the esports scene and uh you know be some of the major competitors out there to the uh to the other schools.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I de- I would love it. That would be amazing. Honestly. Like it would definitely be fulfilling like at least in the esports like to hear in 5 years like oh they're competing against like I probably couldn't even name like the top collegiate schools. I know that I saw like Colorado State up there and New York and University of Texas like I would love to see us competing against like the big esports clubs and Uh, going toe-to-toe with them like especially like especially when you see south dakota state university you kind of go okay like i would love it it would definitely be like an underdog story for the club i'd love to see it
0: how happy would you be if you hear that sdsu is offering scholarships for esports um related to esports
1: static because it's definitely something we've been pushing for and we've talked about and the school is kind of like danced on the topic they've kind of like well mm, i don't know we'll have to see like the potential the club has like at, our league teams have done pretty well in the past we've won states in the past our smash team with Nas- how they placed in nationals was so wild like and some of our solo players placed really really well in nationals too like by themselves in smash and i def i would be so ecstatic to like hear that they are recruiting people to our club for to play esports with scholarships like that'd be amazing
0: definitely yeah Exper- yeah just it's just it's kind of one of those things where it's just like you start off like it just kind of goes back to the idea when you were first starting it's like you know, we're such so, so a small club. We're not even like a sports team, like you know, sports organization yet. And, you know, all these other teams like have these all these scholarships to get all, the, you know, attract all these good players and kind of see that at your own school after after years of advocating for it would be would be a sight to see.
1: Yeah. It'd be amazing, honestly. Yeah, I'd I'd really I'd it would be so cool. Yeah, just just to know that I had a part in that happening.
0: Definitely, definitely. All right, Haley. We've had our hour and a half, I think. <laughs> well, maybe like two hours and a half, if you can include the technical difficulties.
1: Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I mean, that was really fun for me. Um,
1: yeah, I, I had a good time.
0: Yeah, like going through your story, like your story's really interesting. I, I love um I mean I find everyone's story interesting, but I find yours particularly interesting because of the just the leadership portion. I, I love kind of exploring the stories of of leaders and mm-hmm. and what goes on through their mind because um well I think just the world needs better leaders in general. And and you know, I learned a lot from the way that you've kind of led your life and and there's a lot of good that came out of your hard work so yeah. that was really cool to kind of witness you know here on the podcast a little bit
1: thank you I appreciate it I was I was very excited to come and, and talk and I know the club was really excited too when I told them so I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna shout you out everywhere <laughs> that I can
0: <laughs> yeah no yeah, that that would be cool yeah I was like I was just kind of sending these uh, messages, you know, to to everyone and um and, and just kind of on a whim and and hopefully somebody kind of reaches out and then you you kind of came came back to me so fast and you were so you know ecstatic you know excited about it and I was just like cool mm-hmm. like and then you uh, know <laughs> I, I I love it I love that I I always just my most favorite part about this whole um. You know, with this whole podcast thing, it's just the conversation. It, it, yeah, that's my favorite part. Like editing, you know, I'm like, there's not much editing, but I really, for some reason, like making thumbnails and I like making like small one minute trailer stuff. But my my favorite part is really just the conversation and and giving the person kind of a little bit of room to kind of just speak their story, because uh, mm-hmm. you know, I I feel like there's not a lot of situations in life that you get to do that to kind of like look back and kind of see like okay that that is where i started and now like this is where i'm at and like kind of think how do i feel about that (laughs) Mm. a little bit so yeah yeah so so tell the viewers Haley how they can find you all your socials so they can uh (laughs) go see all your great content that you put out there
1: Okay, so if you guys would like to watch uh, me stream, uh, you can find me at Twitch uh, Twitch TV uh, slash Haley Long Socks. That's my username. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. Uh, I tweet like it's my journal. So if you, <laughs> but you also get updates about streams and stuff there too. That's where I post most about my streams, other than my Discord. So you can find me on Twitter at Haley Long Socks as well. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Haley LongSocks, Facebook at Haley Long socks That's kind of my general username. Um, yeah, definitely come check out the stream. I have a link in there for the Discord. Come join the Discord, come talk to everybody. It's it's a good time, and I would definitely love to, you know, catch some more people. It'd be amazing.
0: There you go, guys. Make sure you follow Haley. I she is an amazing person, an amazing individual she is going to do some great stuff out there. She's already done some great stuff in the communities that she's been a part of and i and any community that is lucky to have her uh in any capacity um the, yeah they they would be super lucky to have her because she has amazing characteristics uh that you know contribute to the group and pushing like uh you know pushing that mission uh, to do good out there in the world um She's definitely, definitely a person. So I'm excited to see what that is, that what that will turn out to look like. I'm excited for SDSU. I'm excited to see like where her stream goes, like just everything, like the games that she's gonna design, <laughs> like just from like her experience. Like she's had so much experience with different games, and like I, I really am excited to see what that good job will be. <laughs> um, and maybe a future episode, maybe a future update. On a, uh, a
1: future update, yeah, yes. On <laughs> Haley,
0: I I love these little episodes just because it's kind of like this is where you're at in you know August of 2021, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, whenever the next episode is, we're like, oh, yeah, like how has it been since then? Yeah, all right, so well, thank you so much, Haley, for uh, spending this uh, podcast episode with me, it was a ton of fun. Thank you so much for invite or accepting my invites Um, you know, from Absolutely. a complete stranger online, <laughs> um, but
1: thank you for having me—an interview with a complete stranger online.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. So, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, good time. All me right,
1: too.
0: thank you so much. Um, That'll wrap up the 14th episode of the Gabriel podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you go follow Haley and all, on all of her socials. And uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.